Welcome to Falun Gong News, direct from China and around the world, from the Minghui website. Topics include news about the persecution of Falun Gong in China, local events, and special items of interest. Now for this week's stories. France. The European Parliament passed a resolution on January 18th that condemns the persecution of Falun Dafa, also known as Falun Gong, by the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP. The resolution demands an immediate end to the brutality and the release of all illegally sentenced practitioners, including Mr. Ding Yuande, a practitioner who was sentenced to a three-year prison term in December of 2023. It also calls for sanctions against the perpetrators and entities that have contributed to the persecution. The contents of the resolution will be forwarded to the EU institutions, the governments and parliaments of the member states, and the Chinese government. During the debate on this resolution in the European Parliament on January 17th, Italian European Parliament member Fabio Castaldo stated, We should all demand an international investigation into the criminal organ trade and harsh sanctions against the officials and authorities responsible. Slovak lawmaker Miriam Lexman said, It is time that the EU is more principled in its approach toward the CCP. It is the lack of principled policies that led us into this current security peril. A good start to addressing it is to hold the CCP and its henchmen accountable for crimes committed against humanity. Fallen Dafa practitioners from France and Germany went to the European Parliament in Strasbourg on January 17th and 18th to raise awareness of the decades-long persecution in China that includes the murdering of practitioners and selling their organs. Italy. Bitter winter. An Italian magazine dedicated to reporting on human rights and religious liberty published an article on January 17th entitled Falun Gong Report on 2023. 1,188 practitioners sentenced, 209 killed. It focused on persecution cases of Falun Gong practitioners that were reported by the website Minghui.org last year. It also confirmed the credibility of the statistics reported on Minghui.org. The Bitter Winter Report stated, the number of practitioners killed obviously cannot be confirmed from Chinese governmental sources, However, Bitter Winter has reported several cases of extrajudicial killings of Falun Gong practitioners based on accounts by relatives and friends. And what can be said with certitude is that China continues to persecute dissidents to death in various ways. Minghui.org also reported the arrest and harassment of 6,514 practitioners in 2023. Victims had their homes ransacked, were forced to attend brainwashing sessions, lost their jobs, and were subjected to other discriminatory measures. India. Falun Dafa practitioners took part in the 21st Chita Santha 
the city of Bangalore's annual art fair. They displayed paintings from the art of Jenshan Ren, Truthfulness, Compassion, Forbearance, International Exhibition, on January 7th. These paintings were created by practitioner artists from around the world and reflect the tranquility of Falun Dafa, along with the strength and resilience of practitioners in the face of the CCP's persecution. The festival drew more than 500,000 attendees and featured the work of over 1,500 artists from 22 different states of India. The paintings drew a steady stream of people to the practitioner's booth, as did the practitioner's demonstration of the five Dafa exercises. When festival attendees understood more about the artist's spiritual journey, many people expressed their approval for the values of Falun Dafa and a desire to learn more about the practice. Ireland. Chinese Premier Li Chang visited Ireland on January 16th and 17th. As reported in the British and Irish media, the Falun Dafa Association in Ireland delivered a letter to the Irish Prime Minister on the eve of the visit, calling on the Irish government to address the persecution of practitioners in China during talks with Chinese officials. During Li Chang's state visit, Practitioners held activities in the capital city of Dublin to tell people about the benefits of practicing Falun Dafa and to publicly condemn the regime for persecuting the practice for 24 years. One of the nation's three largest newspapers, the Irish Examiner, published a special report on the demands by Falun Dafa practitioners for discussion of the CCP's persecution during meetings between Chinese Premier Li Chang Irish President Michael D. Higgins, and Prime Minister Leo Varadkar on January 17th. The Irish Examiner is one of the nation's three largest newspapers. The report detailed the CCP's persecution of practitioners and the crimes of organ harvesting, citing the 2022 annual report from Amnesty International and a report released by the British Home Office in November of last year. As of January 9, 2024, the association had collected almost 85,000 signatures from the people of Ireland, calling for an end to the persecution in China. Italy, the United Kingdom, and the United States. Shenyan Turing Companies held performances from January 8th through January 14th in the United Kingdom Italy, Japan, and the United States. Shenyan New Era Company presented five performances in Woking, United Kingdom, to full houses. Shenyan Global Company presented seven sold-out performances in Turin, Italy. Shenyan New York Company offered two performances in Sakai, Japan, both to full theaters. Shenyan North America Company performed for a packed theater in Springfield, Missouri. Shenyan North America Company presented three performances in Norfolk, Virginia, all to packed houses. The Shenyan World Company presented three sold-out performances in Berkeley, California. Shows also took place in Sawitama, Japan, the cities of Lubbock and San Antonio, Texas, 
Worcester, Massachusetts, and Modesta, California. Miranda Tilbury, a public health consultant, saw the Shenyan performance in Woking, United Kingdom. She responded to Shenyan's depiction of the ongoing persecution of Falun Gong by saying, it's a bit of an eye-opener in terms of what could happen in our lives if we allow this repression to continue. South Korea, 29 years ago, on January 4, 1995, a ceremony for the inaugural publication of Drawn Falun was held at the National Public Security College in Beijing. To commemorate and celebrate this day, the Tianti Bookstore in Yongshan District, Seoul, held two book reading sessions, one in the morning and another in the afternoon of January 4th this year. More than 70 people from various districts in South Korea attended the sessions. Participants talked about the physical and mental changes they experienced after reading Juan Falun and practicing Falun Dafa. The book not only provides the answers to the question, why is there so much suffering in life? But it also clearly points out the purpose of life. Some said their health and character improved after practicing Falun Dafa. One said, I feel extremely fortunate and grateful to find this life-changing book, Juan Falun. Other attendees said, this is indeed an extraordinary book, and I found direction in life, and Dafa brought us hope in this chaotic world. Participants in the book reading sessions thanked Master Li Hongzhi, the author of the book, for teaching them the Fa. The following are selected cases of persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China. Mr. Xu Jingchao was on the verge of death when he was released from prison on August 5, 2023. The 88-year-old man from Jiling province was carried out on the back of a prison guard. He was unable to talk or recognize his family who were waiting for him outside the prison. Mr. Xu's family immediately drove him to a major hospital but was turned away as he was deemed no hope to survive. They tried a few other big hospitals in the region with no luck. They eventually got a small hospital to examine him. The doctor there gave the dying man a few injections without admitting him and warned the family that he might not even make it back home. Fortunately, Mr. Shu survived and later recovered well enough to care for himself. He, however, still cannot recall what he went through in prison that resulted in his health crisis. Mr. Xu was arrested in October 2018 and was sentenced to two and a half years for his faith in Falun Gong. But because he refused to renounce Falun Gong, he had been jailed for a total of three years and eight months. On November 29, 2023, police broke into Ms. Shen Guowa's home in the early morning. They searched her place and then followed her to the hospital where she was diagnosed with late-stage metastatic liver cancer. Only then did the police give up their attempt to arrest her. Ms. Chen had been suffering from quickly declining health since October 2023. She was unable to eat and could only sleep one or two hours each night 
with the help of painkillers, her condition dramatically worsened after the police raid and she died 12 days later. Miss Chen started practicing Falun Gong in 2016 after she was diagnosed with colon cancer. She soon regained her health. She seized every opportunity to share her story with people and remind them that Falun Gong was nothing like what was depicted in the communist regime's hate propaganda. However, in 2021, Ms. Chen was arrested by police in a mass arrest of local Falun Gong practitioners. She was released on a one-year bail after a day of detention. After that, Ms. Chen felt tremendous pressure and did not dare to step out of her door much for fear of being arrested again. Even when she did go out, she felt she was being followed by people. She was 54 years old. Mr. Li Yuanming from Jiling Province was sentenced to four years in prison for practicing Falun Gong. The 50-year-old man has been denied family visits on the grounds that he refuses to renounce Falun Gong. Mr. Li was arrested in March last year. According to witnesses, the police kicked him down, held him on the ground face down, and handcuffed him behind his back. They then grabbed him by his legs and dragged him. His stomach rubbed against the ground, and his pants almost fell off. They pulled up his pants and kept dragging him, all the way from his neighbor's front yard to his front yard, and to the main street behind his house, where they parked their cruiser. They took pictures of him, covered his face with his clothes, and shoved him into the cruiser. Many villagers were stunned by how brutally the police treated Mr. Lee. Mr. Lee started practicing Falun Gong in 1996. After the persecution began, the police and officials kept harassing him and his family. In addition to multiple detentions, Mr. Lee also served two labor camp terms. His wife, also a Falun Gong practitioner, served two labor camp terms as well. Mr. Yang Shiyi from Hunan Province was sentenced to five years for his faith in Falun Gong following his arrest in February last year. Police broke into his home and took him to a detention center. They called his son the next day and claimed that Mr. Yang and five other people had displayed Falun Gong banners together, and the other five escaped. They told his son to deliver some clothes to Mr. Yang at the detention center. Mr. Yang denied having ever put up the alleged banners, but he knew that he was being targeted again for simply being a practitioner of Falun Gong. This isn't the first time that Mr. Yang has been targeted by the Chinese Communist Party after it began persecuting Falun Gong in July 1999. Prior to his latest sentencing, he served one labor camp term and two prison terms, totaling 17 years. Over 50,000 people from 156 countries and regions learned Falun Dafa online. Online classes introducing Falun Dafa have been very popular since October 2019. As of October 2023, 
More than 50,000 people from 156 countries and regions have learned the practice online. According to Lee Shijon, a practitioner coordinator in Canada, there are currently 32 teams representing 28 languages that introduce Falun Dafa to new learners. They are from North America, South America, Asia, Europe, and Oceania. Based on partial statistics from teams in North America, about 135,000 people from 201 countries and regions have registered for the online classes, and more than 50,000 from 156 countries and regions have actually attended the classes. The countries and regions participating include Europe, Asia, the Americas, Australia, and Africa. Practitioners demonstrate the Falun Dafa exercises during online classes. The new learners usually leave comments after every class thanking Falun Dafa and its founder, Master Lee. Sally Ransom wrote that she found the class easy to follow and that every volunteer spoke to her heart. She hopes to volunteer to introduce the practice someday herself. She added, Falun Dafa is truth for everyone and anyone. Carmen Diaz commented that the class was much better than she expected. She wrote, It was very unique and powerful. Even some pains in my body started to melt away. Thank you so much for sharing this practice. Jennifer Bouchard said that Falun Dafa changed her fundamentally. She wrote that she has shared the videos that introduced the practice with many people, hoping that they will benefit as she has. She said, I am just so happy and grateful to do the Falun Dafa exercises every morning. Within a few days, I have seen and felt the difference in my body and in my back. One woman named Washington wrote, I enjoyed everything in this online class. It was very informative, well put together, and the instructions, every step of the way, were well prepared. Both male and female practitioners did well in demonstrating the various positions. I will recommend this to others. Falun Dafa is what the world needs forever. According to practitioner Lee, in addition to hosting four online classes every week, the English team in North America also plays the nine-day lecture session videos from Master Lee every month. About 200 people register for each session, and about 20 or 30 finish watching the nine-day lectures. University of Calgary student Carolina Avendano saw a flyer about Falun Dafa at a coffee shop in November 2020. She signed up for the online class and began to learn the exercises. She later attended the online nine-day lecture session. She also went to the city center in Calgary and learned the exercises. A practitioner gave her an English-language copy of the book Falun Gong, and another practitioner invited her to read Falun Dafa teachings online. In addition to physical improvements resulting from the practice, Carolina noticed that her character improved dramatically. She became more able to get along with others. A Chinese practitioner wrote, My English is not very good, so I need more time to understand the content in the nine-day lecture session. But I liked it a lot because the lecture spoke to my heart. Thank you so much for hosting this event. Information about the online classes can be found online at learnfalungong.com. Russian group Fast Study and Experience Sharing start the new year off right. Practitioners 
in Russia celebrated the new year by gathering to read the Falun Dafa teachings and share their cultivation experiences. They talked about how they followed Falun Dafa's principles of truthfulness, compassion, and forbearance, overcame obstacles in their lives, and elevated their minds. Dmitri from St. Petersburg said, I try to keep a calm and friendly attitude at all times. After practicing Dafa, my ability to withstand stress and my work efficiency have improved. I'm now more capable of handling complex and unusual tasks well, especially after meditating. My mind is very clear. He said, before I practiced the exercises, I had serious back problems. After taking up Falun Dafa, I gradually recovered and the pain in my back disappeared. Through practicing Falun Dafa, I gained health and wisdom. I've practiced for 10 years. Ekaterina, who has practiced for 12 years, said that after taking up the practice, she felt physically and mentally relaxed as well as positive energy while participating in group activities. She also saw her own shortcomings and deficiencies. She reported, During this meeting, we talked about dissatisfaction and guilt. Ekaterina added, Instead of always criticizing everyone and only seeing the negative side, it's better to look for people's good sides. Exchanges like today are very productive. Olga has practiced Falun Dafa for about 21 years. She often does the exercises outdoors, rain or shine. She said, I was diagnosed with incurable arachnoiditis when I was 15 years old. I lived with the disease for about 30 years, and the doctor said I would suffer for the rest of my life. Olga was in great pain, and she had to undergo a course of injections every six months. Doctors did not allow her to lift more than a kilogram or to be hot or cold. She had to wear sunglasses whether it was winter or summer. Olga said, Everything changed when I met Falun Dafa practitioners. In the two months since I started practicing, I still had symptoms of vomiting, diarrhea, and splitting headaches. Usually I would lie down all day and squeeze my head with a handkerchief, which seemed to make it easier to endure the pain. I would play the recording of the lecture of Master Li Hongzhur, the founder of Falun Dafa, attentively. The pain gradually disappeared, and I almost forgot that I was in agony. Irina said, I feel happy when what I think, say, and do are in harmony. In other words, to be happy, you must realize your values and act in accordance with them. I believe that we must first change ourselves and strive to practice the principles of truthfulness, compassion, and forbearance, and then we can help others. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.